Dan's Driving Double Feature presents Howling 2 and 7-2, episode 10. Yeah, we are covering, I am covering, we are talking, we are all here together enjoying me talking endlessly about Howling 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf, and Howling New Moon Rising, which is 7. And I think we're going to dive right in here. Uh, my last episode I thought went a little long, but I did some trimming, and then suddenly it went a little short. So who knows? Um, so where, where were we? Oh, they're leaving... Um, the the woman who seems to be werewolfy is leaving that club. Uh, oh, what was the club called? The the clutch, the cl- claw, the cl- cl- the cluster. I forget what it's called. We'll 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 talk about it when we come back from it. But uh, Christopher Lee was in the club watching her, and now she's leaving with like three guys and one guy who's carrying a woman, and they're all getting on bikes. And I think the last thing we heard was fresh meat. And uh, let's let's hear the next minute. <laughs> It is a catchy tune, isn't it? I, am, I I like the way in this one the um the uh, singer with the sunglasses on when he the last time you see it, he says howling he kind of like kind of like throws his he's got mic in one hand he's kind of you know his hand is in a fist and he kind of like howling kind of put towards the camera like check me out how cool I am singing this song you bet you wish you were this cool go write your own song get your own power with the guitar fun although there is a moment right at the beginning when the car what kind of car is the lady who might be a werewolf driving my first thought was is that a gremlin or a chevette what is that what is she driving? i don't know i don't know my cars but it's kind of a little dinky little like mr bean kind of car not quite not quite that small but it's kind of a little kind of i guess um you don't have to drive a cool car why would you have to drive it's probably a rental i don't think she's from around here and uh, the the minute is basically um, they drive to a warehouse. It's like the Banglin, Banglin, Bangdin, Benwa, Bingin, Bendlin, something Brothers Warehouse. And it's just an old, beat up, destroyed warehouse with all the smashed windows and everything. It looks like maybe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven stories high. Six, six probably makes more sense. Two, three, four, five, six, six, seven stories high. And um, this sign about halfway up it, which um, uh, I don't know if 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 that was my warehouse and I was one of the Benoit Ball brothers, I would have had that uh, taken down. Um, that would have just made me sad. Like whenever I maybe they're out of they don't live there anymore, you know. And whenever I drive by, it, I'd be like, oh that, oh gosh. I do I do notice too that they seem to have driven from um, night to day. Do you notice when when she pulls up and waves to the motorcycle guys? They're in cool like twilight sort of shots, um, kind of um, 
you know, backlit. So well, well, dark. They're they're sort of dark and where you can't see them. But she, where she is, it seems to be in the middle of the day or maybe maybe dawn. Maybe it is dawn. I don't know. You do see a bunch of people. Christopher Lee steps out of the the um, the club, the Slammer, and uh, watches them go. Um, like like a half a dozen people leave at the same time. You think, are we done? The howling just started. The song. Just well, the movie kind of just started too, but the song just started. Stay for the rest of the song. Why not? I feel like that's their hit, you know. Like, oh gosh, you know, we go see them play for two hours, but we don't play the howling until the end. You know, it's like, you know, I went to see Tull, and you know, they played for almost two hours, and they didn't play Aqualung until the end. I didn't even think they were gonna play it, man. I'm there yelling Aqualung over, and every single song started. I booed them. You know, come on, man, give me Aqualung. But I feel like maybe that maybe that's the last song of the night at the Slammer. Is they come out, they do the howling. It, it, like like we talked about a couple minutes ago, maybe if it is like a werewolf bar, um, a lichen bar or something like that, um, then maybe they're all about to change. I don't know. You think they would have changed already? Or maybe there's something in there that regulates their systems so they don't... Um, so they don't change. I don't know. I don't know. We, we only see... The only thing we see inside the bar or the club this time is the band on the stage. And Chris really steps out with the glasses and a bunch of other people step out. And they're clearly, they're all punks. I don't know if I put... I sort of put that in quotes, but... Punks, punks. I sort of put that in quotes, but you know, punks, punks. Um, and yeah, and they drive for a little bit through um, what is presumably meant to be L.A. And uh, they wind up at this warehouse. And, and you know... Um, I don't think they're in L.A. here. Um, they could be. They could be. I actually have forgotten. I've listened to the director's commentary, but I forget exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't think this is. But this this warehouse could be in downtown L.A. It actually kind of reminds me, sort of, if it were in better shape and slightly smaller. Um, for some reason, I thought of Hide and Go Shriek, but Hide and Go Shriek really doesn't have. Um, uh, it, it's not quite the same, but maybe in the back, you know, in Hide and Go Shriek, whenever you see the people in the back of the warehouse, it kind of looks sort of like this, except without all the smash windows and the Bingling Brothers, um, the Ding Dong Boys uh, warehouse sign up there. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're gradually, again, we're gradually getting to stuff happening. There's nothing really happening here. There's a decent band playing there. I, I would bet is their signature tune. There's uh, some punks floating around. The you know they drive away. I mean the biggest question is what kind of car is that she's driving? Shouldn't she be driving like a sleeker, cooler car? I mean I would almost be like I was one of the bikers like she's driving that. Is she one of the Chevette sisters? I, it's not a Chevette, but it's it's um. She's not a Gremlin. It's a um. What the hell kind of car is it? I don't know. Um. But it's fun, whatever it is. And she's driving it. She knows she's it's good. She's a werewolf, but that doesn't mean she can't uh, have a car that doesn't you know doesn't get good mileage. You know what I mean? So they're going up there, and presumably the fact that she took them to this warehouse means that um, uh, things are probably not going to go well for our boys in a few minutes. And yeah, they do. One of them did have a lady, and um, and it made me think as I was watching it. You know what? Um, Sometime soon, uh, I, well, a friend of mine is doing Citizen Kane Minute, and I would like to be on the Citizen Kane Minute, and I might be. It's all up to him, folks. It's all up to him. But I was thinking, I wanted to say something along the lines of, you know, Citizen Kane is great and all, but does it have a lady in a really short skirt wearing fishnet stockings on the back of a motorcycle? I don't think so. So let's let's realign our priorities first here, okay? 
Uh, well, we're um, so so that, that's about it for this minute. Really, honestly, there there ain't too much going on in this minute. We're just this is how I figured it would be. You know, they sort of hooked up as it were in the previous minute. Now they're driving to the assignation point, and um, yeah, and we'll see what happens next. I doubt Christopher Lee is following them, um, which means he didn't do a great job of whatever it was he was doing when he was watching her. Hey, that's Christopher Lee for you. You know, he's gonna do his thing. And you just shut up about it, okay? Sorry, I didn't mean to get rude. And well, let's go to Howling New Moon Rising. So we ended with Ted getting a job and sort of leering at the woman whose name I don't remember, who I thought might be South African, but um, I think I think her she's Australian, and um, you only hear her briefly. That, that's, um, and um, but I think she's Australian, and she's doing the line dancing, and Ted's kind of yeah, memory, do 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 crazy hot oh i like that song yeah 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 you'll hear the last second or so of that to me 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 i can't i can't get my voice to go up as high isn't isn't that the worst like when i was a kid i used to be able to hit some good high notes and the other day i was singing some song that has a great high note in it was it more than a feeling i i try, kept trying to hit the note and i literally just could not hit the note anymore and I used to be able to, and it's, it's kind of depressing. But anyway, Crazy Heart, come back to me. I like that song. And it ends with a shot of Ted's motorcycle outside, like a hotel motel uh, room, and we're about to go inside and um, get some get some Ted talk. Oh, crazy heart. Crazy heart. First day, everything according to plan. Land the job. Now I've got to find out about the town before they find out about me. He's this strange Australian man with long red hair, older gentleman, drove into town on his, uh, humping his heavy metal hog. And he's up to something. You see him talking into like a microphone there. And they gotta find out the town, about the town, before they find out about me. Oh man, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. Did you hear a little, little, little synth in the end there that you thought, like, these sound like horns, don't they? D, 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 D. And everyone's going, no, those don't sound like horns. Use real horns. Eh, eh, we'll be okay. Um, so then we go into the beginning of a montage, which takes up. Uh, the majority of the minute and we basically get th three shots one is Ted serving everyone drinks and Ted as and obviously you can't hear them and and there are several people at the table we don't recognize we don't know yet and uh, he begins to crack open a drink and you think this good comedy is going to break out it's going to hit you right in your face but it doesn't it cuts to the next bit which is 
Ted loading up the back of a truck with garbage, hopping onto the back, giving it a slap, and then the truck starts to move, and then you see uh, two of the guys pushing the truck because apparently it doesn't work. Um, and then it ends the last like 43, se- 43 23 seconds or so is the uh, scene with the sombreros and the sweeping up where they're um, that that's where you hear the uh, <coughs> that's where it becomes the sort of uh, goes the, uh, from the, the the text to the mechs and they're they've all got sombreros it's um it's Jim the bartender and the other guy with the glasses whose name I don't remember yet the one who said uh, Pappy he's looking for a job this is Ted, he's looking for a job. And they, the three of them come in slowly and the, as the camera slowly tracks back. I think it's tracking back. I was looking to try to figure out if it's zoomed or tracked, but I, th- I think it's probably tracking, but it could also be zooming. I'd have to watch it again, but I uh, maybe next time. Uh, but the, the camera's kind of, you, you see the three of them come in and it's it's Ted and Jim and the other guy and they all have sombreros on. And um, one of them has a broom, one of them has a mop. Uh, Ted has um, the uh, one of those, um, you know, those buck, those little, you know, you know, he's broom in one hand and one of those things, you know, the plastic things you put down on the ground and sweep stuff into. And they apparently spot possibly a cucaracha on the ground, and they stomp on it, and then they begin to dance around uh, with Ted um, uh, giving into the gay abandon and, and holding the um, garbage containing thing up over his head, and it goes, kind of all falls around his sombrero and everything. Um, I uh, I like the way they all dance around um, and if you watch the way they dance around and they do this kind of um, if, you, if you look at their faces and stuff where they're do- doing this all and in sort of a mock sincerity um, you sort of realize I realize what this reminds me of this reminds me of my family home videos this reminds me of and I think I've said this this somewhat before, but we're really getting it now. Where like, so sometimes my, fa- you know, I would you know set up little vignettes and things to happen in our Christmas videos or things like that. And you know, I'd have to have my family act with mock sincerity, you know, as as stuff was going on. And you know, they'd get you know angry at Santa not giving them a present, or they'd be watching a football game and they'd yell at the you know something like that. And um, and it was all very silly. And it was all very in-jokey. Um, and it's not something you... I mean, geez, even uh, a few years ago, um, the last time I, I, I was home visiting my uh, mom and stepdad, rest in peace, dad, um, the, uh, we, were, we had an evening where it was right before Christmas, and my mom my stepdad insisted that my uh, niece and nephew watch some of the Christmas videos. And um, without... Um, annotation and narration they were almost completely confused by everything that happened they were most interested in you know seeing their dad my my um my my brother mike um you know back you know when they were born and and seeing people they they had only heard of but never seen for real um because they passed and things like that but a lot of the shtick we were doing which we found amusing and i still somewhat find amusing and they didn't and they sat there looking at like they sat there looking at the way you know i guess if you were to show you know uh, a kid brought up on the marvel movies or, or Zack snyder's superhero films if you showed them like superman the motion picture they would probably sit there with that same look on the face and you'd have to do a lot of explain i don't know for certain I'd like to think for every two kids where you had to explain something, there'd be one who's like, this is the best. I mean, hell, when I was um, 
when I was, you know, growing up in the '80s, you know, I used to watch James Bond films and and you know, um, uh, and action films from other decades and things, and 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 enjoy them. So, but but that's what this looks like to me. This looks like the the sombrero dancing around scene. It looks like something that um, look looks like something to me that maybe like one day one of them put on a sombrero and started kind of dancing around while they were cleaning and then another one did and then they just kind of had fun doing it and then you know Clive Turner said oh we got to film this so they shot it I know it's all you see it's all one one take and it was probably they probably just did it in one take and and went with it from there and uh and and the thing with the truck is sort of the same thing like when we see the guys pushing the truck it's like oh that's mildly humorous but um but I don't think we ever see that truck again and we certainly haven't seen that before so um uh, is is like we we haven't really met anyone yet, so um, it's it's amusing, but not you laugh out loud funny. There's there's something about it that um, again there's something about it like if if you knew these people or you were one of these people, you would have seen that and been in hysterics. Oh, the old truck, Pappy's old truck. You remember that? It never used to run. And <laughs> but if you don't know what that is there's a very good chance you'd be sitting there going, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Uh, so, anyway, uh, let's see. And that that's it, actually, for the scene. It, it starts off rather sinister with, with Ted in his room in the dark, and then it, you just get these three shots of, of them being goofy. And luckily, the next minute, we're going to get more of them being goofy. Now, I, I applaud Clive Turner. I mean, if you're listening to the music just hearing the music in this minute you might be thinking how in the name of jesus is this a werewolf movie what is there about that that's scary or or anything and uh, technically nothing right there um it really is it really does feel like i said like someone's home movies set to like music and that's not bad. I, Clive does does keep it going. I mean that that little segment with the, until they know you know until they find out who I am. You know, it's like ooh intrigue, but then silliness. So that's the way the movie's going to be through. Sort of a lot of it is sort of in jokes and kind of um, just hanging around with the gang at Pioneer Town, intercut with. Um, scenes of of that may you know, we may get a werewolf soon. I mean, we are we're only ten minutes in the movie, and technically technically we haven't got a werewolf in Howling Two either. So, and we are expecting some. You think maybe throw pull a werewolf out of your hat by ten minutes? But um, it's it's funny. It's like so ten minutes into Howling Two, someone we think is a werewolf. I think your sister is a werewolf. Howling Two. I think your sister is a werewolf. Howling to there's a possibility your brother-in-law is a werewolf. They, the, the, the titles were endless, um. But but we we are I think we are, can see that we're going to be promised, in Howling to some werewolf action of some variety shortly. Dancing around with their sombreros, letting garbage fall on their heads, doesn't really seem to lend itself to uh, werewolf activity, but. There's always tomorrow, or there's always the next minute. So let's wrap up minute uh, episode 10, minute 10 of Howling 2 and 7-2. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I hope you're enjoying it. 
And um, if, if you're enjoying this, why not try my other Minute by Minutes, which are all going at the same time, and um, which I didn't plan on doing, but sort of happened. Uh, spooky Minutes Spent in a Ghost House, which is also on 10, which is Spookies and Ghost House. And 70s Friends of Frankenstein, which is Frankenstein 80 and Blackenstein. So, uh, yeah, thanks again everyone for listening, and listen to this. <laughs>